welcome everyone to the Crit Raid Podcast, episode 8 for August 17th. I'm your host, Justin Skirbo, and today I'm joined by Alex Schock. Yo. I'm joined by Justin Chow. Ho. And Liz Isu. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> trying to harmonize. Oh. Got to hit the right notes beforehand. What's Perfect. up, everybody? Yo. We're back from our weekend at Long Island Retro, where we had yet another crit rate activation. Crit rate, as our listeners know, is our personality driven review site that you can visit at crit-rate.com where you can take your personality survey find out what house you belong to and then get personally curated review scores based on your gaming interests uh and this past weekend we went to long island retro um three-day event two-day event Two day event. Two days. No, well, it was like three and a half. It was like two and a half. Yeah, like a two and a half day event. The first um, day, there was like the VIP pass holders, and that was stressful. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was a bit chaotic. Uh, we have gone to this show for many years, and we always have a good amount of time to set up, but I believe this Friday situation was new so as we were setting up the booth, we had like hundreds of people flowing in behind us, and we're just like, <sighs> maybe not hundreds, maybe a hundred I don't know. There's a couple hundred, I think. Enough to be heavily distracting while we're starting to get uh, everything set up. Uh, but we got it done. And then uh, Saturday and Sunday, we were there to greet all the guests and show them the wonder and majesty that is crit rate. So if you're joining us from Long Island Retro, meeting us for the first time, what's up? Alex is here. It was me. You met Alex. I was the guy at the booth 99% of the time. Yeah. Actually, a lot of people were nice enough to like in front of us like subscribe to the podcast and be like oh my gosh i love this stuff i want to hear more about it so Hmm. uh, we're happy to have you thank you for coming uh when i uh when i was telling sometimes i would have to tell people the url uh because the the qr code does not work either user error probably mostly um, user error (laughs) yeah or some phones just don't do it so i had to uh give them the url but it's funny because i've been saying dash as just an easier like yeah. crit dash crit, rate. Crit dash yeah. Rate. I like that way better than hyphen. And but I'm just gonna, this like, I say. it's really funny. This like, did someone write this like 10 year old kid was like, it should be hyphen. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Justin was right all along. Mm. And then I, I, I said, it. <laughs> I, said, I said hyphen the rest of the day. Oh man. Oh, wow. Gotcha. Really he got, he got you. Me. Yeah. I got shamed into it. An eight year old changed you. Yeah. You're weak. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sorry. One more quick story because uh, there was a pretty impressive little fan that came over. She was like four years old, just bouncing around like a four-year-old does. She comes up to the booth, and we have the pins like this is yeah. You can't see. Me, I wish you, I does. wish our listeners could see Alex right now. <laughs> she just uh, bounces up. Sorry. And you know, like a little kid, she's like looking all around, distracted. But she sees our pins, and they're labeled. They're just right on the front right. of the table. Got to have one. And she looks at them, and she reads all the names perfectly. Which is crazy. Yeah, like pronunciates them. Pronunciates. <laughs> there it is. Oh. There it is. <laughs> Pronounces them. Yikes. All perfectly. Um, because they're, look, we made these up. They're a little difficult to, like, they're a little diff- difficult to pronounce. Hmm. Um, you know, if you, if you kind of glance at it, you know, it, you, you can kind of mess them up. But she nailed Ascendiary, you know, as like a four-year-old, Vantagist, mm. Bravadier. She said all of those. I mean, yeah. could you, perfectly. Could I couldn't read it? Could you guys read it for? I couldn't read it for. Four is pre-kindergarten. I remember very little about my four-year-old mind. Four. Maybe she was older than four, but I mean, she I mean, was I a, remember like going into kindergarten. Well, also because my mother told me. 
She's like, yeah, I didn't teach you guys how to read. And then you got to kindergarten. You were like the dumbest kids in class. Nice. <laughs> she, yeah. Nailed it. Thanks, mom. <laughs> yeah. I was just really impressed with that. And her sister was like, impressive. yeah, she likes to read. I was like, damn. Yeah. Most one's going to Harvard. Yeah. Yeah. I think most people tend to pronounce Vantage strong. But yeah. How do they pronounce it? Well, when Brendan was staring at, sorry, Brendan, he pronounced like he pronounced it Vantangelist. <laughs> Vantangelist. <laughs> Which um, okay. I think it makes sense. for everyone. I listening. think it makes sense when you when you like actually read it, but like a quick look, you'll see the letters and it just Vantabulous. Van, yeah. yeah, Vantagist. No, I think if you actually try to read it, I mean it, it's Vantagist. Hmm. Gallbladder. <laughs> um, no, I feel like most people actually pronounce them. I was surprised at our first event that like everybody pronounced everything correctly. Yeah, I got one off sometimes where people would struggle. Like I got, and then you know like Ventagalist or yeah. You know what's funny? It's like when whenever I was describing it to people, it was once I told them the names of the different houses that that was the buy-in. That was when they were like, "Oh, cool!" Like I like I want to know more about that. Mm. And then a lot of the time after people would finish the test, they would be like, can I read, like, they would ask, like, can I read the rest of them? And it was like, yeah, like, please do. That was the biggest, and same thing we saw at the other event, Liz, like, this time, everyone just wanted to read what the other houses were. Yeah. And I was like, here's this tiny, the tiniest card you've ever seen, and you you can read all of them there. Yeah. Um, But everyone just wanted more of that kind of, like, information. Like, they wanted to know differences between the houses so they know they really know which one they fall into yeah i was very diligent the the few times that i took over for you i was very diligent to after people completed the test i would bring them back to the home page i'd be like oh can i see your phone for a second so like now that you finished you can go back to the home page and see these reviews and then i would show them their summary page where they could see how they're like aligned with other houses and like they were just totally absorbed by it you know what i mean it made them feel so much better because they were like oh you know because i thought i would be more yeah. curious yeah. or whatever and then it was like oh yeah, it all makes sense you know so a lot of uh validating words and feelings happening there is it raining outside oh yeah like, it wow I, we it really needed this rain set a mood when we came in. i was gonna take my bike today thank god i didn't wow that's <laughs> great that you did yeah, not because that would be terrible although one time I rode my bike in the motor or rode my motorcycle in the rain. I was coming back from your place. Yeah. It's like kind of I mean, it's obviously really stupid and dangerous, but it was kind of like enthralling. I was yeah. just like, "Oh my god, like Yeah. all senses heightened cuz I'm like focusing on not dying. It's a it's a good feeling." It's funny. I was on 78 and it's <laughs> great. It started well, no, you're right. It started raining uh, on 78 one of our major highways as I was going into Brooklyn. And as it started raining, I remember being like talking into my helmet, going like, "Visibility lowering, <laughs> <laughs> services are slick, uh, adjusting, yeah. adjusting speed, increasing traction." Exactly, I'm like talking myself through it. Oh my Bridge gosh. safety. Our younger listeners don't ride motorcycles. They're stupid and dangerous. Motorcycles are awesome. They're cool, but stupid and dangerous. So cool, not just, stupid. Your wife pic- will hate you. Yeah. <laughs> for this is probably it. true. I just pictured Jason armored core. Just like pushing all the buttons, like when the rain happens, you can, or like you get mud on it, you can put the windshield wipers on, or just pushing all the stupid it's buttons. Like the Batmobile, yeah, the shield gets deployed. So <laughs> but the uh, that Bronco that I want so badly, it has auxiliary switches on the top. You can put whatever you want on them. Like there's mm. little like plugs that you do, and you just like flip them. Oh, you know that would be the windshield wipers or something, like yeah, something know. that everyone notices. So that when they're like, "What does he do?" Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> you know. Okay. So. Like we said, at LA anyway. Retro, we had a, a, a plethora of people come through. Uh, we got a bunch of new, uh, what do we want to call it? Users? 
accounts. Yeah, members. yeah. The crit rate army is growing strong, <laughs> uh, which is very, very Students. cool to see. But what's exciting about this is uh, as people finished the survey, they went through uh, our quick rating page, which encompassed a bunch of new games. So there's a lot more... Uh, there's a, a lot greater wealth of content that's on the website right now. But the key thing that I was interested in is how this shook up the top spots for the best rated games for each house. Uh, and I sent you guys all images of what they are. And I think it's just kind of interesting to observe these different houses and what sort of uh, differences we see in them. Uh, specifically how games like... Uh, Animal Crossing used to dominate many of them, but now have only really floated to the top of Curionaut and Galabander, which totally checks out. Uh, same thing with Minecraft for Galabanders, which is very interesting. I believe this this was a stalwart from the first pass-through, mm-hmm. but I mean, Minecraft is, at this stage of the game, a very group-oriented game. You know, a lot of people yeah. are, are playing in that way. Uh, Something that's interesting here that's just jumping out to me, um, that Vantagist and Ascendiary are the only ones with from software, but they mm-hmm. have different games in the top. That, they, I was very shocked about this as well, yeah. They got so Vantagist has Sekiro mm-hmm. as the number five game. Yeah. And then Ascendiary has Elden Ring as the sixth. Now if I really wanted to unpack that, I could say something like, Well, Sekiro is way more about mechanics like how you play the game way more tactical yeah like you're not necessarily like finding stuff you're mastering the mechanics of that game to be able to play it well so if if i were to Hmm. impress a uh an idea on that that's how i would see that you know i'd rather play sekiro than (laughs) than would you yeah i would be much more tempted to play that than let's play more elden ring but you haven't played sekiro no. Okay. I'm actually shocked that uh, Ascendiaries are the only one that have Elden Ring in the uh, in the top eight. I know, same. Yeah. You know, but very cool. Final Fantasy as well. I was gonna say they also are the only ones that have Final Fantasy VII remake uh, yeah, there. Well. Man, you you Ascendiaries got some good games in there, right? We certainly do. The few, the proud <laughs> Ascendiaries. Oh, your Stray is number one, which is pretty funny. Well, Stray <laughs> seems to be a top spot for almost yeah. all of them, except. The Bravadiers. Yeah. They can't be bothered with this bullshit <laughs> with cat. cat garbage because <laughs> you can't kill anything in that That's game. That's pretty funny. Non-competitive. Is, yeah. Yeah. I that, will, this is my, this is low-key one of my favorite parts about what we're doing, too, is that we're going to be seeing these. It's going to be a live score, almost. Like, mm-hmm. Stray is up here right now as the top of all time for yeah. Ascendiaries, but it's not going to be like that. You're going to yeah. see these games, like, ebb and flow. It's going to yep. it's gonna rise up, and then as hype and more people like yeah, hype cools off right now. more people play it's going to cool off and and like settle somewhere Definitely. so it's going to be interesting because you can always rate these games and it's sort of like this rating over time situation yeah i mean it also gives you a lot of incentive to come back regularly so you can see how things are shaking up and you know whenever a new game drops and people come through and uh and review that game it'll, it'll be interesting right. to see how those stack up I, like beforehand in uh ascendiaries they you know some of the other newer games that yeah. Uh, came were uh, Live Alive and uh, the new Klonoa game. And they were in the top eight for them for a little while, but like have since been totally supplanted by many of these other ones. 
I'm glad Resident Evil 2 is very high. It's number three for them, which is I'm very happy about. It almost that. be interesting to see how games develop, older games develop over time when like new updates come out. Like yeah, the original score versus the score in the last 30 days or something. Yeah, I know that this is a feature that you've been pushing for for a while, which is sort of the <laughs> review over time. Well, it's just it's it's one of those things that I don't think is like a priority, but it's one of those things that we're going to have the data for, and it's it's. I love digging into those numbers and there's just so many other cool things we can do with this. Yeah. Um, but that's always something that comes to mind is something I don't see around. Yeah, certainly. Um, and for those that have come through, I mean, features like that, and there were many really great suggestions from the people that we met at LI retro as there far were. as like ways that we could improve the site or things that they want to see. Um, we did send an email communication for the first group of people that came through. So if you're listening from either too many games or what have you, uh, there's a link to a feedback survey there that you can reach. But if you are new to us, that same survey is also on our Twitter account. So you can go to Twitter and provide any sort of feedback that you'd like if you didn't get to at the show, but we did get a lot of feedback at the show, which I was very happy about. Um, so yeah, very cool to see this stuff shaking up. We, uh, will keep everyone updated as new features begin to roll out as we get closer to the end of the year towards our bigger launches. Uh, there's a lot in store to look forward to. So I'm very excited to, uh, to share that with everyone. But for now, thank you to everybody at Long Island Retro who came by and stopped at the booth and had a nice conversation with Alex. Yeah, y'all are great. Yeah, we That hope, was a lot of fun. We hope you enjoy your initiation pins into your houses. Uh, those are pretty exclusive. I mean, a lot, some of those are going away pretty fast, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. interesting. People had no idea really what crit rate, crit rate was, but they just walked by the booth and the, the pins would it's just so kind of catch their eyes and they'll just sort of like wander over and like, what's going on here? Yeah. I think we can attribute that to the eye-catching designs of all of the houses. Uh, Compliments of Mr. Thank Chow you, Al, uh, Justin. <laughs> You're welcome. Also, thank you for the shout-out. <laughs> yes. So... With that said, we can get into our podcast proper. Uh, we're going to talk about the games that we've been playing as well as some brief uh, news stories that came up uh, this week. First, I'd like to talk about what we're playing. Um, and I'll, I'll kick us off. I don't normally kick sure. us off, but I'll, I'll start off because the main game that I've been playing, still been playing Live Alive, haven't finished it yet. Uh, and then really, I only played one other game, which really? is... Yeah. And this was recommended... To us at LI Retro. Exactly. At LI Retro, there was this one very impassionate person who came by. And as we started to explain the gaming recommendation uh, sort of engine that CritRate is and continues to become, uh, we just started rapping about the games that we were playing. And he was saying that he's like, I started this game and I've been totally obsessed with it for the last three days. He was also an incendiary. So, like, you know, we were kind of uh, rapping that way as I am an incendiary. Um, And the game that he was talking about was cult of the lamb, the yes. game from devolver digital that Liz was excited for, uh, back when the E3 time, I don't even know what you call it. Like when that press conference came out. Yeah. Um, but this guy was really, really like bold about it. He was like, this game is really good. Like he's like, it's all I've been thinking about. I stayed up until 3am last night and honestly, I'm like ready to leave here so I can play it again. And I was like, okay, like that, that's a that's a, some serious stuff. So then I was like, okay, this this guy is an incendiary. Let me, like, I'm gonna drink the crit rate Kool Aid, and I'm going to test take exact. I'm gonna test the system. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the recommendation of this guy. I knew 
basically nothing about this game other than that trailer that we saw from Devolver Digital. And I thought it was just like, okay. I thought it was, it lo- I think I said it looked like Happy Tree Friends or something. I was just like, okay, like, sure. Um, yeah, you were not impressed. <laughs> I, I, I wasn't captured by it, right? Um, but I started playing this game and it is actually really cool. Uh, the storyline is you are this lamb that's about to be sacrificed to the devil or whatever. But right before your sacrifice, the devil actually saves you and he says, hey, like, I'll, I will prevent you from dying. Uh, but to pay me back, you have to create a cult in my name and like get me worshipers or whatever. And like that's th- and it's just that fast. Like it's not overdrawn out or whatever. It's just like, here's the plot. Now go. And it's like. Okay, like I think you do actually die, and he brings you back. Oh yeah, but I mean it doesn't matter. Yeah, so, uh, so then the gameplay gets into its proper loop, which is there are, there's like these four big bosses, and you have to go into like the dungeon, which are procedurally generated, and you go through certain floors of the dungeon. After you finish a floor, then you transport back to like the overworld map, Uh, and in the overworld map, that's where you talk to your cultists and you indoctrinate them but like you have to make sure that they're happy so you have to give them a place to sleep and you got to make sure they eat food but then it has this weird like animal crossing mechanic where you're like chopping down trees so you can build stuff in your town and then like then you host like sermons so you can increase their faith in the cult and then like then they worship this thing and then you use their devotion to like upgrade stuff permanently oh, interesting it's a really interesting uh gameplay le- loop and they level up i've been playing this too yeah uh, they level up too. your worship yeah uh, they get different like they have different specialties yeah and it's funny because it, the game also encourages you to be interacting with them personally so like you'll go huh. up to each one because there's like a day cycle mm. so when it's like you know day three you can go and bestow a blessing upon each member once a day but like all the members so it's like you're literally physically walking up to each member and you like read a thing and like put your hand yeah. over them and like then they start to level up and stuff so that's a really satisfying part of the game. But then the actual gameplay, like when you go into the dungeon and you're like fighting bosses or fighting enemies and all this sort of stuff still feels really good. I mean, it's your typical like isometric action game where it's like you have an attack button, you have a dodge roll and a, and a projectile. And it's like, okay, cool. Um, but it all feels super crispy. It's got like a nice, like impactful kind of hit to it. The hitboxes are a little weird, um, but it's like, very very serviceable and i'm really enjoying it so far and this recommendation was a very good recommendation Mm. i think it also helps that it is wicked slow as far as games are concerned right now so to have anything new is is great are you the game industry (laughs) oh i see see. there's not many like triple a releases that are coming out right now are you playing (laughs) on normal or hard i'm playing on normal okay so there are no difficulty related trophies so i was like cool i'm trying it on hard but i'm not sure what it impacts and i think it might just make like the town situation more difficult because I'm struggling with that a little bit. Like mm. things are just going up slower, which is just less fun. <laughs> yeah. um, when you say things are going up slower, what, what things do you mean? Or like they're starving faster. Like oh, or it's more difficult uh, to get them to. That's not what you want. You want more um, bosses and that's it. I'm also, so I love this game. Like I'm really liking it so far. Uh, I've encountered a few, I don't know if they're glitches, but um, I get caught in certain things. Like oh, I haven't experienced. I that was yet. caught in the village once, uh, with and I had to complete a quest, and it was use a ritual. Yeah, which is um, like this long cooldown. Like you can throw this party by a bonfire, and everyone gains faith, or you can sacrifice someone. Yeah, and then 
that and but they're on these long cooldowns. And I had used both of mine recently. So I couldn't use one of those rituals. Oh, weird. But oh, so it, you used them before the quest popped? Yes. I see. And then it wouldn't let me leave. Oh, so, so you just had to wait out the cooldown? Which was like 40 minutes. Wow. So I was stuck with no resources, because you get a lot of the resources when you leave, mm-hmm. with all my followers just like dying yeah. or like throwing up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, that's a weird soft lock. That's very peculiar. It, it was a little weird. Um, I, made, I made the best of it. I harvested just like everything. Uh, when when faith gets low, sometimes they turn on you. Um, you have to kill them. So I, I was like trying to. Manu- <laughs> you can give them certain foods as they die. I was like trying to like maneuver around that situation. I was just waiting it out until I, until I could be free of it. Um, but uh, so that was that was a little weird and a little like. So I spent a lot of time in town. Yeah. With like no resources, just waiting for this thing to pop. Um, but I the outside of that annoyance like. The flow has been really good. Like, it, yeah, it's go out and collect, get your town back, and it's a little difficult to get the momentum going at first. But I'm seeing like the traction build, and yeah, I so I did not experience that that soft lock. That's yeah. very that's unfortunate. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's been very very smooth going so far. Like, I actually like the town mechanic almost more than the dungeons. Yeah, because yeah. it's cool. Like. Because like, like yeah. then you make a farm and then you have to plant stuff around the farm, but then you can like make like the seed pile and then make somebody your farmer and then like do all this other stuff. So there's a really cool element of that, and there's also like uh, I don't. It reminds me of Dark Cloud, but I don't know if it's that's what it sounds like. if it's I like this that part of Dark in Cloud. the sense that like there are decorations that you can put around uh, around stuff that affects certain things, and like I like all of that kind of stuff because it's like a, it's like a. Uh, a uh, diamond style grid system mm-hmm. across the thing. It's very cool. Um, and Dark and you, Cloud was actually also procedurally generated. Now that I think about it, yeah, uh, yeah, and I yeah. loved that game. So because we I liked the town building yeah. part of it. Yeah, it was a great game. We haven't used the word yet, but it's a roguelike when you go out into the world. Yeah, I would say that this is the least feeling roguelike that I've played in a long time. Like it's not it, Hades. It's not like you know. At least in my, like, I haven't died yet. Well, you know what I mean? I don't know if that, like, matters or not, but, like, I, like, and I'm, so the point where I'm at is, like, like I said, there's, like, these four major bosses that, at least so far, like, I don't know if there's more than that, but I just beat the first major boss. I think we're we're, we're at the same point, then. Yeah. Um, So, (laughs) and, and thus far, it's, like, yeah, it hasn't been terribly difficult, but you know what I like about it? Like, one element that I noticed that's different than most other ones is that all of the like items and power-ups and bonuses that you get they're all just positive like there's no trade-offs at at least so far where it's not like oh you you know you heal twice as much but you lose 10 percent damage or something like it's none of that it's it's all good which is cool because like it does get pretty hard like as uh as more enemies start to spawn and harder enemies those guys that go underground with the spikes they suck i hate those guys they remind me of lurkers from yeah that's exactly Mm -hmm. what they're like there's a lot of like little sound effects that are like, is that from Diablo? It seems like there's a lot of uh, inspiration from some of the older games, but yeah, I mean, it's just like a different experience. It's not like, it's not a straight roguelike because most of the time you're just in this town, like, you know, making sure everyone's surviving and yeah, my town's just a fucking mess. Excuse me. A mess right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everyone's throwing up and pooping all over the place. It's true. You got to clean up the poop because it clean- makes people sick and, and I just, uh, you can't leave dead bodies out or it upsets the other people. So you got to make a body pit and throw them in there. Yeah, oh, it's wow. upsetting. I get it. Yeah. yeah. 
It's so actually something that I I noticed about this that made me think of you is one of you played so many roguelikes in the last like month. It's true. That I can't remember which one it was, but I remember you said one you weren't feeling the permanent progression fast enough. Maybe yeah. it was Rogue Legacy two. It, uh, it, well, it was Rogue Legacy two and Skull. I felt yeah. that way about. But in this game, I feel like you're getting permanent upgrades all the time. Like it, at almost every time I've gone back to the town, I felt like I've made a significant level up as far as like how my character reacts to the world and the things that are accessible to me in the town and all this kind of stuff yeah it's been off to a good start and i i think that's really important like games like this you can slow down later maybe you know when yeah. you've settled you have the skills that you want but you can't start out slow because then you're in a roguelike you're just doing the same stuff like the same enemies over yeah. and over and over again with the same skill set, that's not fun. Yeah, I mean, at, at this stage, like, the hooks are in. Like, the, however they mapped out the progression, it, w- it has been a very smooth curve of, like, onboarding. And uh, I really don't want to understate how, like, like soft-handed they are when it comes to the narrative stuff. Because the narrative stuff is cool. And it, the whole game is draped in this weird, like, occult-type atmosphere. Um, but it's not like... You're not reading too much. You're reading, but you're not reading too much. You know what I mean? It's like, it kind of just gives you just enough and then sends you on your way. And it's like, that's nice. You know? Yeah, it's a good just jumping experience. So, yeah. What are you guys playing on? PlayStation. PlayStation. It yeah. reminds me of uh, Moonlighter a little bit. Yeah, it it's um very similar actually. Yeah. Very because even in that one, you know how it has like the four main doors that you go in exactly like that. Yeah. Exactly like that. I will say it feels to me more stressful than like Moonlighter to me was a very like well, Moonlighter was yeah you're not taking care of people and building a town. It was a very easygoing experience, yeah. and not to say that's bad. It's just like that vibe is different. Like, I think this, the combat was way harder in Moonlighter actually. At least so far. Yeah, I mean the combat. Yeah, the combat was. I think you're right. I think the combat was harder. Um, but yeah. I'm I'm way more stressed out. You're like, also playing on hard though, and all your villagers are dying. All the yeah. time. I'm gonna. I'm. You know what? I'll report back next week. I'm gonna turn it down. And yeah, uh, I'm having a very smooth experience on normal so I, far. Like appropriately difficult. You know. Like I'm. I usually play. Like I like to play on more uh, on higher difficulties, but. I don't like to turn it up in survival games. Like that's not fun to me. Or what? Like, right. like Outer Worlds. I remember Justin, you played on like you gotta keep your oxygen up or your food levels at oh, a certain point. And but like, that's only <laughs> when you know. <coughs> like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. That was out, uh, Outer Worlds. Yeah, and that was because everything. If you play it on normal. <laughs> no, none of the items really matter anymore. Yeah, that's you know a good I mean? point. I know. So yeah, you, all I felt food like is just food. It's just dumb. It's, yeah, it didn't make any sense. So then I was just like, I put on these meters so that I can make use of the food, and then I would. Then this is where it gets gets stupid. Is that I would take all the food and I would organize it within the fridge and the bins and like the cabinets <laughs> because they need to be right. So I, th- I think this game. I think you would really like this game for the town building mechanics because yeah, there's there's like, like a nice amount of organization. You're like, and this is where they sleep. And this yeah. is where, like, and it is a. It, like they are cult members, so yeah. it's like they're just sort of like, I, I don't know. It has its own kind of verve to it, you know. And I mean, yeah. it's it's yeah, cool. Just, I've never enjoyed that type of difficulty though. That like being limited on something, like even as a kid, like playing Maple Story, I would never be an archer because I hated being limited yeah. by the amount of arrows right, that I had. Yeah. That I always I didn't like that. Yeah, but that's just me. Yeah, it's like understandable. The, the gunner and just vantages uh, things. Yeah. yeah. It's the gunner in uh, Monster Hunter. I've been yeah. thinking about Monster Hunter a lot lately. Did you I hear have too? Do you hear that there's a uh, there's a rumored new Monster Hunter that's coming out, like a proper like PS5 one, like not Rise anymore? 
the code, World Two. So the, the, the code name is uh, Monster so. Hunter Paradise. Yeah, and that's less than World, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, Paradise is more than World. It's when you transcend the world, you go to heaven or paradise. Oh, I was thinking Hawaii versus yeah. the world, but okay, no, that works yeah. too. Yeah. yeah, I think it's a more transcendent. But it, anyway, I heard about that, and I was like, I would be very I'd be into a, a I'd be like into a, I'd be into a new Monster Hunter game. Yeah. Liz, you'd have to fun. start with us right when we start. So we're all <laughs> the same, just moving Liz, on up you, in the world. Did you yeah. play Monster Hunter World for a while? Did. You did, right? Yeah, but, but you jumped on like after we had like drank the Kool-Aid hard, right? Yeah. We started over once and played with you like one session. I would. Oh, I, was, I played a few times. Played a few times. Yeah. No, I, I, yeah, we played it for a while, but a lot of it, you guys were pitching to me because you'd played a lot of the old Monster Hunters. Like, and look, you can come to this thing, and it's like so easy to switch your armor. I'm like, what are you talking about? This is a pain in the ass. And you're like, well, you should see what he's doing. <laughs> Every, yeah. Everyone in the room is nodding at the same time. Yeah. Like, yeah, it is a pain in the ass. Honestly, yeah. similar problems to Elden Ring. Like. There's a lot of carryover systems from their old games. That, it's hard to jump into. That we understand. Like, if you've played it, you understand. And Monster Hunter's maybe even worse than Elden Ring because there's just so many systems, like, and so many like beekeeping, growing, whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's not a game I ever could have played. <laughs> like, I took you my guys. tail raiders. <laughs> yeah, without you guys yeah. being oh, like, okay, my. now come here and uh, equip these three things. Okay, now you're gonna come over to these cats and we're gonna eat this food. Okay, now you're gonna come over yeah. this guy. <laughs> It's one of those things you kind of have to learn for yourself to a certain extent, too. Um, And when you start the game, it progresses easily. If anyone's interested in Monster Hunter, like, they don't throw it all at you at once. This is the anti-Vantage, or the anti-Ascendiary type game. Because I'm thinking, like, you know what I also, like, what what game I didn't like because of the same things? Uh, The Witcher. And it's because there's so much planning in that. Like, you have to drink the potions and all this bullshit. to make the potions and, it's like, and then drink the potions. Yeah, and it's like, I don't want to make the potions, drink the potions. I want to hit the thing with my sword. And that's that, what I want to do, you know? That had just enough systems. For, like, it didn't yeah, go crazy like Monster Hunter, where you're checking uh, encyclopedias and you've got your cats oh, going. Yeah. And you're growing your plants and you're checking your quests, you're checking your weapons. I mean, theme-wise, it, it all makes sense. Like, oh, we're going to hunt this thing. Well, let's go look up how we kill it. Research. and in, in, in The Witcher, it's also a little easier because it's pretty easy to make the potions. You could, like you don't feel bad. You're just like, hey, I'll just throw this one on and throw it. Like It is in the third one. The second one was... Same thing. I first played the second one. That was like uh, Assassin King, King of Assassins yeah. or something. Yeah. I mean, I, I liked it, but it was a it was a much more. I forget like, that there's anything before the Witcher. I know. You, like, you had to, you, every time you had to kneel down and consciously like craft your potions. <laughs> From your limited inventory on your person, yeah. yeah. So it was. I mean, it was just a thing. It was. It yeah, was a much that, more that deliberate. Was, that's what the game is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was much more <laughs> deliberate system. Yeah. So, were there any other games that you were, you've been playing other than Cult of the Lamb, Alex? Um. Well, apparently, I'm just playing roguelikes. So, I was still playing uh, that other one. It's so funny. I've. I've my brain is now switched to Cult of the Lamb. And mm. I was like, I, I was playing this other game, Dreamscaper, yeah. for mm. like a dozen hours, and I just forgot the name of it. <laughs> but yeah. um, when you were playing it when I was over your place, it looked okay. Yeah. I mean, the Hades looking one, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Very serviceable, roguelike, Hades light type yeah. of game. Is Cult of the Lamb better? Yeah. It's no cool. cool. It's got more stuff going on. Cool. Um, cool, cool, cool. So I'm probably not going to. I was very close to beating. Dreamscaper, there's like there's sort of a lot you could do if you mm-hmm. wanted to, but I'm probably not gonna. I don't really feel a drive to finish yeah. it, so I'll probably abandon <laughs> abandon it. Yeah, I, I definitely <laughs> still want to finish uh, Live Alive, Live Alive, whatever. 
Um, I still want to finish it, but like the last chapter, I assume this is the last chapter, is super long. Like mm. it's longer than all the other seven campaigns put together, which is kind oh. of good, but it's like I thought I was there. You, you ever I, play a game and you think you're there and then you're just not even close? Immediately yes. popped up uh, Persona 5 was, was that for me. Oh my yeah. God. Dude, like, the fifth dungeon, I wanted to kill myself in like, Persona 5. Like you love the game, but you're like, now's the time to die. Like yeah. that's the yeah. time to be over. Yeah. yeah, it's a bell curve. It's like what yeah. as the game goes on, it's like great, great, great. And yeah. then it just starts getting lamer and lamer and lamer. This is why I can't play the party anymore. I right. prepared myself. Right. I'm ready. Yeah. yeah. That actually was, happened recently in Guardians. Like got to the place mm. where you like see the girl, and I was like, okay, I'm like, I've yeah. been playing for eight hours. I'm totally ready for this game to be over. No, you're Whoop, halfway. She warps away to the other side of the galaxy, and then you got to do this whole other side. Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, oh, I gotta fight this dragon. I gotta come back. You gotta talk to the lady. And so that everything after that, I was like, this is trash. Like I want to be so done right now. Yeah, <laughs> Tales of Arise, another one you just got finished with. I felt like had the same thing. Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, that okay, that one had a second nice half to it. Ultimate. Just kidding. It's the penultimate. And there's this other thing afterwards. Yeah, the last. The- That's such a killer. It is hard. Like, and it kind of sucks the life out of you, to, like out of the experience a little yeah. bit. This is why I can't like will myself to put the quarry back on. It was playthrough four. Oh wow! The fourth playthrough was when I was like I want to kill myself i mean that's a little different than like playing yeah. The- yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is so a game building up to a moment and then deflating and then still expecting your expect your uh excitement to be I f- right high. i feel like i want to examine my mind <laughs> on like what what's got me fixated on this problem and like yeah. why i am the way i am it's it's a weird thing yeah i think you need to look at your childhood yeah. <laughs> it's always the childhood isn't it <laughs> fuck you dad <laughs> uh sorry for the language uh justin what have you been playing we basically just gave up on not cursing right i guess so yeah i mean i'm trying to be last, last episode i counted like three or four times and i didn't say anything but i mean like who cares but going back to what the games i was playing anyway uh i did beat the quarry um oh you did the ending was very abrupt uh, my Brenda song froze in a refrigerator. I thought that was the way to go. No, my bad. Oh. <laughs> don't. Worry, I'm playing through it really slowly, so don't give too many like direct spoilers. Well, my bad. She died. <laughs> well, she doesn't have to die. Yeah, yeah. she doesn't have to. She has game, to die. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she has to die because she died in my game. Anyway, it was just very abrupt at the very ending. It was just like suddenly. Mm. I'm not gonna go into too much, but it's like we're going, we're going high ten, like high stress, high stress, and then suddenly credits and then you see like <laughs> yeah the day breaks and i'm like wait what are we done like did we finish well most of my people died <laughs> well i will i will say once i thought people were good then it goes to the credits and they're like oh by the way these two people that you thought were good they killed each other did ryan like, die which one was that uh will smith's son uh you mean the guy from pokemon <laughs> yeah Whatever. Really. <laughs> I'm pretty yeah. sure he is. Is he not? We looked this all up last time. Oh, that guy. The guy from Pokemon Detective Pichu? Yes. Yeah, yeah I think, he, I Wilson think he killed Smith. the one. His la- is, is something Smith. I don't know. Uh, it doesn't matter. Either there's only way, one Smith family, right? He's like, yeah, yeah right. Name. He's a, a baseball player named Will Smith. Anyway, <laughs> yes, he died. I oh. think he died. I think everybody died except for like maybe two people. And I was just like, wow, that was really bad. So I will say, there, after you Justice beat the. Smith. Yes. I always remember it. After you beat the game, there you can go back to certain chapters up to a certain point, and all of the decisions you made up to then are what they are, Mm -hmm. and then you can like continue from that point and make new decisions, which is really nice. Um, There are abrupt endings, and there are not abrupt 
more whole feeling endings you got an abrupt ending yeah. I, I know the ending that you got and yeah basically yeah. there's like the game's like and yeah. all other choices are cut off at this point so credits yeah exactly yeah that's, that's exactly right so, yeah. yeah did i beat the game i guess not not really the thing is to get like the 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 yeah. full ending let's say you have to do some pretty specific shit um which i definitely would not have done without looking up a guide yeah really. <laughs> so yeah, I, I would say now that you've beaten the game, just look up a guide and, and just make those decisions to get like the whole ending. Yeah, yeah. I think like, watch it on YouTube if you feel like you want to. I mean, I think if we were to play it again, we would probably play it from the beginning again and try to do things slightly differently this time instead mm. of like beelining to specific endings that we want. You know, because yeah. it's like a game. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. But like, I don't know. I mean, like, I I feel like I've lost all interest in playing that game again because yep. I, the the worst part about it is like you can't skip the cutscenes. It is the worst it's so part annoying. It. It's a big Dude. Like all the parts of them just walking around and talking. It's like, let, let me skip this particular dialogue and then skip to the part where you're zooming in on Brenda Song's eyes and then she's like trying to figure out what she's supposed to say. Dude, it's like that. I, <laughs> you know? I hope they patch the game to do that because my god, by yeah. by playthrough four, that's why I can't will myself to do it because I know I'm literally just flushing hours of my life down the toilet watching the same shit I've seen a hundred times. At least like let it speed up to like two lines before the decision has to be made. Yeah, you know, like, put it on two times speed. Where where are old Square Enix RPG, yeah, right? you know, uh, convenience uh, mechanics, you yeah. know. When do you re- I just want them to have their limit breaks all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when do you see cutscenes again? Is there are there times when that happens? There's like more cutscenes than not cutscenes in that game. Yeah, yeah. cuz I mean it's like watching a movie. It's like a movie. Right? By cutscenes yeah. it means anything that's not interactive, right. which is like th- Two thirds of the game is not interactive, you right? Know? But like, well, I guess I mean, like, why would you skip that if you're playing it through on the first time? Well, because, not the first time, on the second time. Well, that's, yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm asking. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. just on the second time. It's like at certain points, you're like, okay, I know that they walk through this specific area and they have to make these two decisions, but like, I don't really want to watch them walk and talk. Right. Like, yeah. Just well, saying know- on his second playthrough, oh, okay. like I, it's it's yeah. harder to t- go into right. the second playthrough knowing that like, you can't skip. I have to know I have to play this game for a full whatever <laughs> amount yeah, of time. Yeah. You know, but Even if you're like. If you're playing again and you're skipping cutscenes, isn't the game going to be like 30 minutes long? I mean, I hope you're just going to be like left. Right, well, the, well, the thing is, right. you're, you're not going <laughs> right, to skip done. the new cutscenes that you'd see. You know what I mean? Because yeah. presumably you'd be making different decisions and then watching that's the true. fallout of those I decisions. A, I, have great, that's true. I have a great idea. Yeah, I, it'd be really cool if this game, then one of the new game plus features, was the whole game but just a text version. And you just like old school text based like decision making mm. game. That'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs> what's, what's funny is there's so the exact, making the decisions like there's a gameplay mode that's the exact opposite of that, which is just movie mode. They, it's you just watch the whole game happen <laughs> and you don't interact at all. Oh, Wait, hilarious. really? Yeah. There's a version that you can play this game where do you they, don't. Do you make all the right decisions in movie mode? I have no idea, and I've never played it because it sounded wholly uninteresting to me. Right. <laughs> Let me not video game this video game. What? <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't. It didn't is make any what, sense to me. Yeah. But apparently you can experience the game as if it were a movie. Wouldn't it be hilarious if the movie mode was just random answers and attack? Like, right. shoot, don't shoot. Uh, this time she doesn't shoot. Actually, that I, would be funny. That would be hilarious. I wish it was a trophy just so you would have to do it. There is a, there is a, <laughs> there is a trophy tied to it. And it's really? just like start a movie mode playthrough. Oh, and I still haven't okay. done it because I was like, I'll do everything else and let yeah, that be yeah, the yeah. last one. Just That's have it play in the background oh for the entire day? But... Well, you just need to start it. So it's like, it, like I could get that trophy in two seconds. But yeah, yeah, like, I gotcha, I there's gotcha. part of me that's start. like, I, I don't, I didn't earn getting the easy trophy until I get the hard trophies. I agree. I understand that. Sure. This is why I hate myself. Yeah. <laughs> 
So um, I'm glad you finished that game. Did finish that. Um, Tunic has been very great. Oh, yeah. Nice. Elden Ring again, second playthrough, destroying everything. Feel like a god. Pretty amazing. How Love far it. into it are you? Uh, we, I just beat the first few bosses in the castle. And then after I'm done with that, I just started roaming around Limgra- I, Limgrave a little bit. Nice. Um, I went to. I beat the, the magic lady. You did already? I just you cut beat. a swath through the game. I was going to say, I'm afraid like that. to do it too fast because, like, I want to. Like, I'm afraid I'm going to miss out on storylines if I do. Yeah. There's a couple things that I want to make sure that I do. Yeah. Um, but I really wanted to respec. Yeah, me too. So, uh, because I, I just wanted to try a different sword. So yeah. I just kind of beelined it there and just yeah. wrecked the, everything. Uh, do the uh, Rana quest line. Ronnie? Ronnie, whatever. Yeah. Which I'm, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm going. I mean, I did it last time, but I must have missed. I know. Actually, I know the step that I missed. Oh, okay. It was literally right at the end. I had to summon her. Oh, like yeah. off the ground. Yeah, like the blue symbol. There was probably oh. there. I didn't even notice. We weren't even paying attention. There was a summon sign on the ground. Yeah. Next what time. I was referring to the last time was that when, when you go uh, underground or whatever, and you like talk to the doll like six times, and then by talking to the doll uh-huh. the sixth time, then it like actually responds to you, and then you find out that it's Ronnie, and then you have to uh, go to th- then as you progress, you actually fight the wolf guy again. Yeah. Well, I got the sword, which is the the reward for that quest. Hmm. What was what sword? The Dark Moon Blade, which is a sword. Uh, of music. Oh yeah. Did you that. did you do the thing where you talk to the doll? Yes. There's there's like a uh, what do they call yeah, it? The, the ring, right? Sight of Grace. There's a sight of Grace where like you go and you try to talk to like your girl, whatever her name is. Your girl. Oh yeah, I I did all this. But like you try to talk to her and she doesn't respond, and then you keep talking to her over and over and over and over again. Probably like the sixth or seventh time of her saying nothing, then she eventually says something. Yeah, I mean, the girl I with did that. that. I, I looked it up at yeah. that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, enough about Elden Ring. So Elden Ring has been great, and I'm playing through that again. And then um, the other thing was Tunic has been great. Uh, I introduced my sister and her boyfriend to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and that's been really fun. Yes. Um, and then other than that, uh, Stray has been nice, but I haven't jumped back into that since we got back from LA Retro yet. Mm. And I re-downloaded and installed GTA 5 on my PlayStation 5. I did see you wow. playing that. <laughs> yeah, just Retro. because I felt like it. Yeah. How's the PS5 version? Is it buttery smooth? and It's pretty smooth, and you can see a lot more wrinkles in their face, which is nice. Um, but otherwise, it's just just such a nice game to return back to. And it saves all of your files from the last game. So I'm like playing mid n- a new game on another save file that I had. And I'm just like, this is hilarious. Like, uh, I could just jump back in. I don't have to worry about it. And it's been a lot of... It's just fun. That's pretty and awesome. Acting is really good. The movie, Like, everything about the game... Like okay, if if nothing else, GTA Five does a really good job with creating personalities, and then every all cinematics feel very like as they should. Like it feels almost like movie level tense at certain points when you know one character finds out that another character has been alive this entire time and has been lying to him for the past ten years, and then shows up in his house with his kids and stuff, and then you're like, holy shit! Even though I know it's gonna happen, it's still like really well done and animated. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyway, <coughs> other other than that, that's what I've been up to. I still want to play that game. I still want to play that game, and I still want to give Cyberpunk a fair shot again. I think I about actually, that. I was I thinking think about that. Good. Yeah, I think now it's good. I yeah. think now if you're playing now on a PS5, good. it's good. Um, I mean, I do have that game. It's still in my PlayStation log of games. It just says that I can't play it because I returned it. Yeah. So maybe I will. I still no physical copyright that yeah. I bought for five dollars. Like yeah. <laughs> still no parking spots though. Yeah, but. If I could just beeline through through the game, like maybe that's the way to do it. I just want to see the Johnny Silverhand scenes again. That one was enough to sell me on the whole thing. It was so cool. That was cool. I just don't feel like doing 
like just there's so much open world stuff i like i gotta be in the mood for that yeah you know? i'm in the same boat i'm in the same boat and i'm enjoying this like jrpg now roguelike but, type yeah i'm excited for tactics ogre i'm excited to get into live a live uh i really want to finish triangle strategy again um yeah I gotta get we'll talk more stuff. about games coming out later this year in a moment but first liz what have you been playing nothing good Nothing. Still playing Death Stranding. <laughs> yeah. Are you making the kind of progress that you wanted to? Is it is it filling your cup, as yeah. they say? It's doing yeah. all the okay. stuff I needed to do, which is just nice and calm and soothing. Just meditation walking therapy. Walking on rocks, <laughs> setting up ladders. <laughs> is there's it... not, I mean, there's not a lot of, no. The goal of the game is to get the roads and the zip lines. So you're doing as. You're already least... at the zip line part. Yeah. Wow. I am blowing through this game. Wow. I'm at like the... The snowy part? Yes. Wow. We're... Yeah. Like I just had a cutscene where they were like, hey, you've gotten to the last city. And I was like, oh shit. I'm <laughs> going through this really wow. fast. We got to go deliver some more boxes. I, I yeah. forget how the dates lined up, but were you playing Death Stranding when you were pregnant a couple years ago? Or last... Yeah. Like... No. Death Stranding came out like... Was it that... Well, I don't like know. It's like forever a, ago. Yeah, no, it was a was PS4 it? game. Wouldn't it be yeah. hilarious if Death Stranding was your pregnancy game, and he has a baby, and he's just walking around with it? And, I mean, there's a lot of similarities here. Yeah, you know true. what I'm saying? There's some crossover. No, last time I was pregnant, I was playing Final Fantasy VII Remake. Nice. Great game. Line up the timing. That was like nice. the only game I played while I was pregnant because I was so nauseous and sick I couldn't even look at the TV. I borderline want to replay that game. Uh, I replay the bombing mission. Almost like maybe once every other month. Really? <laughs> just the bombing mission. It's just so much fun, and the so music's great. so nostalgic, and then beating up the scorpion is amazing, and then after that, I, I'm done. Did you ever play <laughs> the DLC? Yes. Yeah. Okay. We did end up doing it. Both we of did. Us. It was okay. I had fun with it. Yeah. I didn't like the ending. But it's got some weird vibes to it. Ending. Yeah. The only trophy I'm missing is beating Weiss, <clears throat> but he's like super boss status. Oh that would be God. insane it to be. impossible. Yeah. He's so, he's so hard. Yeah. Like he's so hard. There are like certain Final Fantasy bosses that I put in like categories of literally totally fucking impossible. Like you have yeah. to like, math out everything. Like I would have to commit a serious portion of my life just to prepare to yeah. fight that fight and I'm not even sure I can you'd do it at that s- point. You'd have to look up so many guys, yeah. do so much stuff, do so much prep work. That's like, like, that's once lo- I realized what was necessary yeah it's like you have to learn how to play the game differently i mean like that's that's longui in final fantasy 13 that's yasmat in final fantasy 12 that's nemesis in final fantasy 10 like all these bosses are so impossible it's it's just absolutely absurd Ruby weapon. Yeah, like I was just about to say yeah, Ruby, Ruby weapon. But see, Ruby weapon's actually like in the realm of plausibility. And you can cheese Ruby weapon by just getting lucky sevens. And there's like consistent setups to get lucky sevens. So I, I, it's but like. But that's still guide worthy. Right. Yeah. Like you're oh, still yeah. doing the, the prep work. Do but, yeah. but that's something that I could do in two hours. Whereas like to fight Yasmat, like do you know Yasmat? Yasmat's the. He's one of the super bosses in Final Fantasy 12. He has like. Like, I mean, the number doesn't matter, but it's it, he has like five billion HP. So like, you literally have to be fighting that boss for like six hours straight, nonstop. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense to me. Why would they do that? Yeah, I don't because that's what because do you get? All, do you get there, anything there's, worthwhile? There's, you get a seal that says you did it. <laughs> there's a player that likes to do these things. Well, somewhere. every every Final Fantasy has a, a super boss. Everyone. Yeah. I did the super boss in Final Fantasy 15. That was a fun one. Adamantois. But that was actually pretty easy. I don't know what was the Adamantois, the giant turtle thing? Yeah, you, you kill a mountain turtle. Yeah. What I was never seen that. What was it in... Uh, don't you see that turtle? Like right at the beginning of yeah, the Yeah, right in the yes, beginning, yeah. Anyway, uh, in 7 Remake, 
What was the super boss? It's Weiss. That's in Seven Remake. Weiss is all right. No, that's I, interesting. I thought that was the DLC. It but, is the DLC. Yeah, no, uh, but like the he's considered that was, super boss. It would technically be like Bahamut, like yeah. like the the battle. Uh, that's just annoying. That was, let's see, Bahamut was Bahamut. It's not so Bahamut wasn't. No, Bahamut was her. Which yeah. one was it? Did you fight Bahamut one on one? You did, right? Bahamut yeah. was the yeah. third boss of a three boss series where first you fought like Fat Chocobo, then Shiva, then Bahamut. And all of those bosses were stupid. But no, Bahamut no, was insane fought, because he fought, was Mega Flare. There's one more, I thought, yeah. wasn't there? I don't even remember if I did it. I remember there was she, a Leviathan I, that's like floating yes, above you. Yeah. That it was sucks. three, and then it was four of them total because I remember Leviathan was the. It was like Shiva, I can go through. Chocobo was really easy to go through. Shiva was really good because, like, I mean, really easy if you changed out, like, your your party to have, like, ice absorb resistance. ice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that was amazing. And then that made that boss super easy. Leviathan was always, un- that would was like everything. you switch to Eris and use the weird flower thing all the time, which that move is broken. Oh, yeah. I, I never did that, actually. That move is broken. And then when I guess, but it was really just Bahamut because once you get to that, it's like, I can survive, like, one Mega Flare, but two? Yeah. And then I, I realized the how you survived the second one. The way you survived the second one is Carbuncle. If you have Carbuncle, it, it makes that not trivial, but way easier. Because mm-hmm. if you summon Carbuncle and your entire party wipes while Carbuncle's there, he revives everybody I remember, with extremely little health but enough to you know mm, basically give you another I free see. try i remember getting uh, bahamut down to like a sliver of health and then i died and then i tried it and again for like the next four hours and i never got close to that again and i gave up yeah that's when it ended and i was so like you, i'll come back to this yeah. i think i think there's an accessory that lets you have like auto revive on so like that triggers for the first mega flare and then the second mega flare you need carbuncle out and then it's like I don't think I used Carbuncle, but I don't remember. Oh, wait, no, I don't think I had. You got Carbuncle for doing, for getting like, um, for buying the DLC or some stuff like that. Oh, it might he might have been a pre-order thing. Yeah, yeah I think it was something. a pre-order thing. So I don't even have that available, mm. which is unfortunate because yeah. I, damn, Carbuncle's useful. Well, Carbuncle, Carbuncle, now that I think about it, I, there's a part of the game that I don't even own because I don't have the pre-order unless I could buy that now. I think you can. Sure still he probably can. He's probably like, yeah. if he's anything more than five dollars, that would be straight robbery. I just want to see what it looks like. Yeah, but I'm not. I don't want to buy shit like that. Mm. I don't like that. Mm. Pay to win for me. Yeah, it kind of feels like it, doesn't it? Anyway, it's, all right. It's literally pay to win. Yeah, <laughs> in, I would play. In this specific circumstance, it totally is. I would replay. Final well, it's not pay to win. It's pay to survive. <laughs> I would replay Final Fantasy VII, and I think I would replay it on hard mode again because the hard like mode was so fun. It's hard yeah. because like it turned like even though you couldn't have the items and stuff, it turned the game into a way more interesting game. Yeah, because of the material use and like the the strategy outside and in of battles. Yeah. And then you actually had to learn how to do the the uh, death house like battle or whatever. That, yeah. was a, that was a fun fight. That was a fun fight. All yeah. of the game. Oh, I'm yeah. gonna play that game that again. Was a hard fight. Yeah. After I beat GTA Five again. But Weiss's Weiss's um that's a challenge. Yeah. That's a challenge I probably will not try Pass. to beat. Scarab, what have you been playing? We yeah, already went. I, I started. It's cult of the land. Scarab, would you like to continue with the <laughs> podcast? <laughs> I would. So, uh, <laughs> it has been criminally slow. As far as the industry is concerned, in the last couple of weeks, I don't know what's going on, but like it feels like nothing's going on. There's like no real AAA games or activity happening. I feel like everybody's just sort of in like waiting mode. I, I think it's like it's like dog days of summer. Just yeah, things are just slow in every aspect. It's kind of nice because I I feel like well now that I've got Cold of the Land, it seems like it's the right time to start like knocking out backlog games and all this kind of stuff, um, which I've sort of done in the background. <laughs> oh you're away from the mic okay good um liz eating a snack liz, liz is crunching sorry 
What is she? I don't think it's picking Pregnant? up, so it's okay. Um, I get sick. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so it's it's just very slow, even news-wise. So this week, the most interesting thing that happened was we got a release date for uh, Hogwarts Legacy. Is there a subtitle to that game? Or is it just Hogwarts Legacy? I think it's just, uh, I think it's just Hogwarts Legacy. Isn't it Harry Potter colon Hogwarts Legacy? No, no I think it might think just, just be Hogwarts, Hogwarts Legacy, oh but it feels like God. it should have a colon because like all games Harry, have a colon. A Harry Potter no, story. Just Hogwarts <laughs> <Legacy>. <laughs> exactly. Just Hogwarts Legacy. I think okay. Hogwarts can stand on its own. It does not need a Harry Potter pre-title. Mm. Yeah, Alex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Hogwarts Let's Legacy uh, got a release date, and it is, yeah, surprise, surprise, February 10th, yeah. 2023. Yeah. This is a surprise because be most people were expecting it to come out uh, holiday season I, this year. I think they announced that. It was holiday 2022. Yeah. But then they didn't say, like, sorry for the delay. They're just like, yeah, holiday, February. <laughs> uh, the which, holiday of lovers. <laughs> which is a bit of a shame. But now I'm looking at the holiday season and I'm like, man, like, the holiday Sparse. season this year, it's like. God of War. It's God of War. It's Tactics Ogre Reborn. And it's Callisto Protocol. And like that's pretty much it. But this makes me oh, is there some really excited for Callisto Protocol? Pokemon, some? Yeah. Splatoon three and Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. we, <laughs> we all cumulatively decided we're not playing Pokemon anymore. Yeah. Pokemon's yeah. for Pokemon's some for little babies. <laughs> Pokemon's for babies, and we're here to play Splatoon. <laughs> wow, <laughs> um, that is exactly how the conversation went. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it's a bummer to see another game get kicked out of that time frame. Yeah. Oh, wait, we forgot Skull and Bones is coming out during then, you know. Oh, the, yeah, they're the, sneaking in under the, the wire. They're critically acclaimed uh, Skull and Bones. But, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's going to be a lighter year this year. It makes me feel like, and I'm curious what you guys think about this. It makes me feel like they're, like, kind of saving their ammunition, so to speak, for 2023. And, like, my, my instinct says, man, like, it's been light all summer and it's going to be a light holiday season so 2023 is going to be like crazy but like i don't know if that's necessarily true like we said that last year you know we said that i feel like we said that every year yeah I mean, this happens every year that the first two to three months of the year are like the best games come out because they're all delayed from the yeah. holiday of the previous yeah. year i do have the list uh bayonetta 3 october 28th that i that's will true. play that'll be a day one mm, wait uh, is that the same day as callisto protocol Yes. No, uh, that's the same day as Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Oh. Okay. Uh, Callisto <laughs> Protocol is... Uh, I think it's October 9th now that I'm thinking about it. It's, no. it's close, though. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... Oh, no, it it's December. Callisto Protocol yeah, is like, like early December. It's like December 12th or something. Mm, e, let me keep looking. Okay. Anyway, continue. But yeah, Bayonetta 3, that's a day one play for me. Yeah. Bayonetta is so good. And what's nice about Bayonetta, it's like, one, I don't have to worry about trophies because it's on Switch. So I can actually just play it and enjoy myself, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. Uh, December 2nd is close to protocol. December 2nd. Awesome. Mm. That's going to be great. Although it definitely should have come out in October. But yeah, Beggars can't be choosers. Halloween. Yeah. 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 Uh, Also, like, the Game Awards are like, what, December 16th? It's usually mid-December. Right? It's like, is that it's it's gonna miss the window for game awards? Huh. Yeah, but I don't, I don't think that'd be a contender. I mean, Elden Wing, Elden Wing. <laughs> can I speak today? Yeah, like, yeah. I feel like I'm having all kinds of problems. Uh, Elden Ring is definitely gonna sweep the game awards. Yes, but it could still be nominated. <laughs> I, yeah, I read an article that it was. It, Google annoys me so much lately because 
there's so many people writing articles these days that are just like a post, like some random person Reddit post. Yep. Someone's right. Reddit post. Oh, I yeah. know exactly. This one yes. user had this crazy theory. Yeah. 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 And then they just say it and then the article's over. Yeah. Um, I get so many uh, Am I the Assholes from Reddit posts that are just copy paste the whole <laughs> post from Reddit. Yeah. It's, I hate that. I hate the articles now that are like, here's a headline that's like really like inflammatory or drawing and yeah. like then there's actually no facts inside of it I, it always like, starts be- with it always starts with the history of like what it's talking about that all the stuff that you already know and then at the end it's like very anticlimactic yeah. like well, I, I think I saw one the other day that's like that's happening here yeah like Nothing. I think I think I got baited by one that was like you know PlayStation 5 uh, console revision and I was like oh and then the article is like as of yet, there is not a PlayStation yeah. Five yeah. console revision. And I'm like, but what yeah. the hell was yeah. What would it yes, be? Exactly. <laughs> no, they weren't even that. They weren't even that generous. It was just like there is not one. Well, there, article complete. Yeah. <laughs> so there was an article that was like, um, you thought Elden Ring was going to be game of the year, but it's actually Xenoverse or Xenoverse Xenoblade. Xenoblade. I don't even know the name of the no, game. Won't. Xenoblade Three. And I was like, okay, I'll bite. And I opened the article, and it's just like, look. No offense to redditors, but it's like it's just this random guy's like, like really basic explanation, like comparing like these very minuscule cherry picked aspects yeah. of both games, and then it ends with like, and that's why it's better. I and the hate, article's over. I hate arguments like that that are like, well, in Elden Ring, there's like three animations <laughs> yeah. for the sword, yeah. but in Xenoblade, there's like nine animations it's exactly for the sword. What it was therefore better game, and it's like. Okay, dude. Like, what are you talking about? You know. But there was an author who, like, someone wrote this article. Yeah, that's, sent that's it the to his editor. Part. The editor puts the big stamp on it. Yeah. And then they ship it out to the world. <laughs> I was reading Reddit today, and I found an interesting <laughs> opinion. Here it is. Yeah. Author John Doe. Like, yeah. no, you're not. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's a sad, dark place. Butt Slug it, has some really good perspective on yeah. this. Butt Slug. <laughs> but I feel like it's not even just video games. I feel like the output of really trashy articles in general across like multiple industries have become way worse. It's like all quantity based. Oh yeah, yeah for, for sure. sure. It's like it, harsh, it's like let's hardcore. take any hot take so we can pull in a click. Like yeah, it was literally like, anything. I clicked on one article that was talking about uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild 2's map size. And the first like three paragraphs were talking about when it was like when the first announcement was oh you can watch that here and when the second like video came out you can watch that here and then also when the releases we don't know when the releases and then it gets to the final <laughs> paragraph which is talking about the map and it didn't give, it gives me like and they this one guy said that it was going to be larger than Breath of the Wild oh my two God dude, and I like, hate that Breath of the Wild one dude, the sp- worst are the title and then like release date updates trailers everything you need to know and then you click on it and the first thing it says is like. There's no release date. Yeah, yet. right. Yeah. I've seen <laughs> so many. Like, well, those. it's like we're telling you all the information we know so far, and the information we have so far, and it yeah. happens constantly with every new game. It's really so, at some Does point it, in my you, feed, it'll say like the game release date. I do. So, now so I know in the, enough in, not to click on it. In the biz, those are called SEO engineered yeah. articles, right? Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like a perfect example was when I was looking up uh, stuff on Live Alive because I I wanted to make sure I know there's like eight true ending and there's like bad endings right and i'm like i've invested too much time i just need to make sure that i'm generally on the path towards the true ending so i'll type in like uh how to get the live alive true ending and the article is like 
this is how like the title is yeah. how to get the live alive true ending and then it's like in live alive there's a true ending the true ending of live alive <laughs> mm-hmm. is something that you can get let's find out how you get the true ending to live alive and i'm like oh my fucking god like you've just wasted so much <laughs> yeah. time like jeez just give me what i need you know uh jesus so step up video game journalism yeah, yeah. not enough of these titles I, in I fact i feel like there's so little money in video game journalism that they'll they won't be able to step up. It'll just become Reddit posts. <laughs> yeah, actually, so it this this yeah. was a hilarious headline that I read a second ago. I want to see if I can pull it up again just because it was so funny. Uh, it, you know what headline I see, which is such clickbait, not related to video games. I get this a lot about like celebrities or something. It'll say like, <laughs> uh, you'll never guess where they are. Right it, no, it'll say like. Will Smith adds new member to his family. And you're like, Will Smith had a baby? And it's like, Will Smith got a dog. Every uh, yeah, time. Yeah. Every time. And you know the what? title is the same every time. It's always like, X, Y, and Z famous person adds a new member to their family. And it's like some That's awful so picture annoying. of their it's face. It's freaking cat. You know, what, what do I what care the- about you and your stupid animals? One article that I do click on that I do like about specific things is like, everything we know so far for blank. And I'm like, okay. I'll I'll read an entire list of all the things that you know so that I make sure I fill in the blanks. But I'm like going for that article specifically for that purpose. But I feel like in other articles it's always misleading. Anyway, yeah. continue. The uh, the like the headline that I found was about uh, like truthful. yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> it's not misleading. The okay. headline I found was about sort of like game journalism sites where we said like oh there's no money in it or whatever. And a lot of them, at least like IGN for example, like it uh it kind of leans on their like evergreen content, like guides and things like yeah, that. I know. So this article, and it's funny because as I was thinking about that, I see this headline come up that says video game guide writers help keep the lights on, but get none of the respect. <laughs> <laughs> true though. And I, I, it probably true. is extremely true. true. It's probably they extremely have to true. They have to beeline a game so hard and write down every like facet of, of the game. I, unless- I, I just don't understand how guide writers do it I we met we i mean met i I, I, wrote, I wrote just do it and i'm like okay well like you talk to the developer and they give you all the stuff right it's like no we just play the game we no they just the play the game yeah, no. how i mean just, back the, back yeah. in the day i used to yeah. write not guides but i used to write faqs on like game faqs which would be like a specific vertical of a game like a, a good example is my friend christian uh he wrote a faq on uh jesus mega man zx which is like a, make a DS really game. cool like text like ascii oh, yeah. are in yeah. uh i don't think so totally but uh yeah yeah like yes opened what up guy? The how, game how much did this guy care yeah. exactly did he draw yeah. mega man's face and right? eyes is and there a hash signs? On here? no <laughs> next exactly. um, <laughs> but he wrote one on like how to get like like how to s rank every fight in a game and it's just like he like knew how to do that yeah. i was mostly writing like cheats and stuff or like uh like glitches that i would find and stuff I still have one that was on Cheat Planet. If you if you look I me up, Cheat Planet, yeah. Cheat Planet. If you oh if you look God. it up on the Wayback Machine, you can still find my cheats on there. I had two of them. I had one in, uh, that got published for Boktai. The sun is in your hand. You ever play that game? No. It was a GBA game that had a solar sensor on the cartridge that you literally had to play the oh, game outside. Oh, you told me about that. Uh, and then I had another one for uh, Majora's Mask. You know, I, I always wondered who were the guys that would write the gamer FAQs and the cheat codes. I wrote a cheat. Little did I know. I wrote one for Halo. The first one really what was it um, where did it get published it did not get published because it was kind of stupid but 
Um, there's one level where you can go like backwards a little bit and sort of like drop into this other weird area. Hmm. Um, that wasn't very interesting, but I thought it was cool. Thanks I it. for bringing that up, Alex. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. The cheat that I wrote for Boktai was pretty dumb. So the game's about uh, vampires and a certain enemy type. Like you had to play in the sun. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because you had to melt them with the sun. Because you you had the the sol- your name was Solar Boy Django, and like you <laughs> and you had a gun that shoots sunlight out of it. But you had to you had to charge the gun up by soaking up real sunlight. And this and was then, GBA. Yeah, I had. Prior- I, I can show you. It's pretty cool. Prior to there being like a backlight on the GBA Game Boy. Yeah, well, the idea is that you'd play it on the original Game Boy because you needed to like point it at the light to see the screen anyway. So, uh, (laughs) because I was about to say like, uh, I love, I love that concept. Yeah. In practice, I'm sure it's terrible. You know who made that game? Guess who made that game? From Software. No. Konami. 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 Oh. And you know who from Konami made it? Kojima? Kojima made that wow. game. Really? Yeah. That, now yeah. that we have put all these pieces together, that's such a Kojima game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, the, so the cheat that I wrote, one of the vampire enemies uh, turns invisible and it's like kind of hard to find them. But there's a very consistent strategy that you can use to like always hit the invisible enemy. So that was my cheat. And then in one of them, this was fun. My Majora's Mask one. Do you remember how you could turn into the Goron? Sure. Yeah. So at a certain point in the game, you had to feed one of the Gorons a a stone sirloin do you remember this mm, where yes. you you were in the palace and you had to be like the spike ball and jump off of a thing to hit a chandelier and then this big rock meat dropped out of it don't remember but whatever continue. so it was a very heavy thing you could only pick it up as the goron and the the glitch was that if you were holding it as the goron and then jumped in water you would reappear as a human link with this giant thing above your head <laughs> which would not be possible any other way that was the cheat. Huh? Cool. Guys, I was really cool back then. <laughs> All my friends thought I was awesome. I'm not sure if you know Sounds this, but awesome. people still the case. like me. <laughs> yeah. I do Can you tell days, that though. it's been a slow week in news? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, that is pretty much what we have for this evening. Does anyone have any other news? There's no other news? There's no other news. It's been mm. such like a... Man, yeah, it just really has been a lame... Lame week. Everything. The only news that's been coming out is just delays. Yes. Um. And like, I keep. Get, it's like I either see delays or the latest trailer for Midnight Suns. I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. Midnight Suns got delayed. <laughs> <laughs> I think that actually got like not like delayed, and they didn't give a date. I think they were like, it's not delayed x amount of months. It's just like delayed. Yeah. Damn. I am just in a holding pattern until Final Fantasy 16 comes out. That's pretty much where I'm at. That's pretty much <laughs> where I'm at. Do we even know 20, when that's coming out exactly? 2023? Uh, yeah. I think it's like a holiday season of 2023. Or, or no. Wait. I could be wrong. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's at like summer Don't worry, I'm not going to ask Google right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I, th- I, think it's, I think it's next year sometime. For sure. Uh, Xbox is uh, seemingly teasing Death Stranding for the PC. Liz, you can play it on your sweet laptop. Nope. Summer 2023. So, really inside nine months. Good for us. Yeah, it's just, I mean, I did see a list online of all the games that are slated to come out in 2023, mm-hmm. and it looks incredible, but I remember seeing that list for 2022 last year. No. You know, and what happens is, like, every, like Liz was saying, everything, everything gets squished, it gets squished over from last year. And then that hits the in the beginning of the year, and then all the awesome games that are supposed to come out over the holidays 
get, get pushed back January, to March, February, and then yeah. we're freaking in the same situation again and yeah. rinse repeat. Well, I think early. I mean, the first three months of the year were great. <laughs> they were. Well, great. I, th- I think early next year, and this is a bit of a shame, but I know Dead Space remake is going to be, I think, in February which is two months after Callisto Protocol, which uh, is like a bit of a shame because it's going to be like the same type of game back to back. Is that when Forspoken comes out? February or March or something? Yeah. I've kind of written Forspoken on. Yeah, but nobody that, cares. That game's getting like pooped on online. Forspoken. Yeah. The dialogue is just so bad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh my gosh. Did you see all the trailers with the, the text and stuff? Yeah. It's... Justin, did you see this? I think you'd appreciate it. No, I don't so, think so. So there's a trailer that's being VO'd by the main character and uh, the advert for it has like the text of what she's saying being written on the screen. Mm-hmm. So she says like, she's like, so you're telling me that I'm not in New York anymore? Or no, no, no. She says something like, uh, she's like, so I'm in a place that's not New York and I'm fighting freaking dragons and oh yeah, I can move shit with my mind. Right. And like all this is in text. Uh, so then people started uh, memeing it by putting in other games. So it would be like all God of War footage and they'd be like, so you're telling me <laughs> I'm not in Sparta and I'm fighting freaking wyverns with my son? <laughs> it's really great. It's uh, really great. That's hilarious. Uh, I love the internet sometimes. So Forspoken is going to be terrible, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not doing itself any favors looks at the nice. very least. Yeah, it does look nice. Last year, sometime when we saw that, I think it does. I like I like fun action. Yeah. Like that that goes a long way for me. I don't know. I was always kind of a forespoken hater. Forespoken hater. Yeah. I kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I want games to surprise me. You know, Cult of the Lamb surprised me. I was like, I wrote that game fully off, and it's like, it's actually fun. You guys, yeah, I'm made su- me want to try that. I can't believe that you're playing this. This is like your sixth freaking roguelike in a row dude i know it's, it's like crazy it's too much man it really i mean it really is like well my fourth at least yeah from rogue to skull to freaking dreamscaper, dreamscaper to this and yeah. there might have been another one in there that i tried and didn't like Ro- oh yeah rogue i guess yeah. i don't mm-hmm. mortal shell is sort of a i mean it's more dark soulsy but it's kind of like a roguelike thing hmm I don't know. I'm going to take this opportunity of slow games. Once I finish Cult of the Lamb, which apparently the Platinum's not super hard to get, after that game's done, I'm going to go into like full-on retro mode. I'm going to play old games. Yeah. I mean, everything I've played so far has been for my backlog. I I finished Arise. Played Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, I just had like had these list of like four games that I got at the end of last year that yeah. I got a chance to, and now Death Stranding was one of them. You know what I kind of want to do? And this is a weird thing. I, I really want to get the Platinum in Final Fantasy X HD, which I'm like three quarters of the way there. But there was one trophy that got in my way where I was just like, oh my god, I just I don't want to do this. Um, which trophy was it? So if you. Uh, if you remember to get the, is it the uh, lightning one? Yeah. So, well, it's, <laughs> so it's it's the, that basically bridges into three separate things. So right. it's like just dodging the lightning is one trophy. Then it's getting all of the super weapons, which you need to dodge the lightning to get Lulu's super weapon. I you did? Oh no, I, I I did it on the PS2 back in the day, but I just don't want to do it now. It's, it's just such like, a pain. but I found a there way. There is a way. Yeah, there is like a specific loop. If you go to a like one specific spot, lightning will always hit you in that oh, spot. Oh, honey, I'm gonna do you one even better. So not only is there a consistent spot, but there's a way that you can. So I literally 
bought an Arduino it? pack for this, where you can put a photo sensor on your screen, and then it it every time the screen flashes, it will trigger a, a <laughs> oh micro servo to Good. tap the button for you. <laughs> Believe that I'm going to do this. Yeah, I will take that. pictures. It will be wonderful. Uh, but yeah, that's going to be my do this trophy without me actually doing it. So you just rubber band it and then you just have this little servo just tap the button whenever the uh, photo sensor goes off. I'm going to make this happen. Like a duck hunt was. Yeah, but, I mean, in a way. Yeah, you don't, uh... I wouldn't, I don't know. I wouldn't feel good about that. Yeah. I'd feel very good about that. I would have learned a new skill. I would have built something you, with my hands. If you have already done it once before, then that's Oh, yeah. I did. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I still have that PS2 mm. save. But the thing is, is like at that time, it's a pain. that was like early, like before I knew like the karma trick and stuff to get like infinite uh, sphere levels. And like that is required. You have to max everyone's sphere grid to yeah, get the trophy. Which is why I've never. Yeah. It, have you ever done the karma glitch Mm-mm. it's actually really fun and people like it's nuts in that game i know we're getting into the weeds on a literally 20 <laughs> year old game at this point but uh final Fantasy 10 is a cool game anyway i think yeah. this is a good point to wrap up shall we okay we'll talk about it after the podcast we'll talk about it after <laughs> talk about it after new listeners thank you for joining us if we met you at long island retro it was a true pleasure i hope that you found some uh enjoyment in our goings on we publish this podcast every week on thursday morning uh you can listen to us here or on apple podcasts or spotify or stitcher or wherever it is that you get your podcasts uh we're here every week you can create your own profile at crit dash rate dot com uh where you can fill out your gamer profile find out what uh house you belong to and then start getting some personalized uh game recommendations for you straight on that page uh that will also bring you into our uh email list so we can keep you up to speed on any new happenings with the website and yeah i think that's about it thank you alex thank you justin thank you liz thank you thanks everyone And we'll catch you on the next one. Bye, everybody. Later. Bye.